Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Catherine E. May. Uh, Dr. May? 
I don't know if you can hear me, Ann. I do. I hear you. You do. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been speaking to you. Did you hear me before? No. There's, no, there's I something. couldn't get on. I I was trying, but it wouldn't let me on until the music, and I came on with all the other guests. Uh huh. So I guess well, I'm here, but the panel doesn't seem to be working. Our studio panel. Oh, um, I see it. Uh, I had it. I turned on my microphone. Um, let's see if someone is on the call that uh, can hear us both, and you haven't yet hit the question mark. Would you hit it and let let me see if it uh, pops up with someone that can? Uh, let, let me. Uh, here's here's a question right here. Uh, let mm-hmm. me go and uh, talk with this person. See if I can. Just a minute. I'm going to okay, call and let them know. Nine. Hmm? Let them know if they can hear me. Yeah, that's what I'm going to ask, ask them. them. I'm going to go to uh, join with them on the screening line, and I'll be right back, Dr. May. Okay. Now, I can't see my panel. It's not working. But I think Anne is now talking with another caller. So... She'll have to run the panel since mine doesn't seem to be working. I was told there is trouble on the lines um, in the entire area. So it seems like we have better sound now than than there was a few minutes ago. Um, so I guess we'll be able to go ahead and have our show. I will just have to turn it over to Ann to do all the telephone arranging and sound and so on because I my panel doesn't seem to be working. Now last week we had terrible sound. I guess this is better. Um at least I hope that you can hear us. I imagine if there's a big silence on the line that someone will come on and tell Anne that that's the case. But I will assume until further further notice that you can all hear me. Okay, we're back. Everybody hears us. I've talked to two different lines. Okay, great. So I need to tell you, Anne, that I can't do anything from here. My panel is not working. I can't even see if I'm on the line or not. You're on. We all okay. hear you. Okay. So we all hear you. To, I'll have to leave it up to you if we need music. Oh, I don't know if you can if you can I do can't that. do the music. No, but I can oh, I talk, won't. so when you want to take a little break in between <laughs> your messages, just put yourself on mute and get a glass of water. Do and I'll I have do, no. and you won't have music, but you'll have me. So <laughs> I'll have you. <laughs> but I can't mute myself. So if you hear dogs barking and water running, <laughs> okay. Well, when you when you take your time out in between uh, in between our guests, um, just let me know and I'll mute you. Oh, okay. And well, then we're you'll, just going to have to do this ad hoc. You your little dog can talk for a while, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Anne. <laughs> I'm glad you're there because well, I couldn't I have done too. the show tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we've had some technical difficulties here and haven't been able to talk with each other, so Anne doesn't know who's going to be here tonight. Mm-hmm. Um I was told that Mother, Father, God, of course, will be here, 
and Ashtar and Saint Germain. Mm. So we have another all star cast tonight. Yes we do. <laughs> so it's so exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well you're just doing fine. So I'll just quiet up here and um let you get on with our guests. All right. So the first uh voice you hear will be Mother Father God. Welcome, everyone. We're so happy to be here again. And it sounds as if the sound is better tonight. So we're happy that you'll be able to hear us better. And we have a lot of things to talk about. It's been a very dramatic week in the world, in the United States especially, with the terrible terrible event at the Boston Marathon. We're not going to go into great detail detail on that, but we do want you to know that this terrible event was not a terrorist attack. It makes our hearts sad to tell you that this was another inside job by some particular dark forces who want to create chaos. We won't name names right now, but things are moving very fast, and we're fairly certain that the perpetrators will be apprehended fairly soon. In fact, I think they already were, And there may be some cover-up going on, but it will all come out very soon. We want you to know that you are not in danger. It was a, what you call, a false flag operation, probably to distract and cover up from some other very important events that that are going on in the world that have to do with financial difficulties and criminal activity being exposed. So it's all coming out very quickly now since the vibration has risen so high on your planet. There will be... Everything is happening fast. You can feel that, can't you? The days seem to whiz by. The um, the events follow one upon another very quickly. Things that used to take months take days. So all of these things are going to come tumbling out very quickly. And for those who are still asleep or who can't bear to think of anyone that they might have elected or anyone that they might have respected might be doing bad things, well... We assure you there still are some of those people around. Hello. Are you there, Anne? We're having a lot of trouble here. 
Let's see. Can anyone hear me? Anne? (laughs) This is a shame. I called in on a guest line hoping I could hear someone. Let's see. Let's see if I can turn someone else's line on. Let's see. Hello. This is 63. Hi, you can hear me? Catherine? Yes. Hi, this is Carol in Phoenix. And um, I have four people over here. We can't hear your call. I called Pennsylvania, and there's six or ten other over there that I know of that can't hear anything either. Oh, what a shame. And they all were so looking forward to it. Yes, of course. Somebody, uh, maybe the darkies are playing games on the wires again. (laughs) Who knows? Well, I'm on and you're on. Um, Yeah. Let's see if I can hear my... I'm going to put you on back on hold and let's see if I can hear my co-host and maybe we can still broadcast. Okie doke. Let's see. I'll hold all good thoughts and surround the Do you hear me, Catherine? Okay. There you are, Ann. Yeah, good. Yes. I just got back on. Now, I can Carolyn, hear you both. can you hear us? Is I can hear Carolyn? you both. Okay, so I think we're back on the air. This is Carol down in Phoenix. Yeah, Carol. I've got some girlfriends okay. over listening to the call, and we couldn't oh, hear anything terrific. for the last half hour about ever since the first right. two or three minutes, then it went dead. Right, and we've been trying to get back on ever since. So, and so are a lot of my friends from Pennsylvania out to Arizona. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I just called them on my other line, and they're all trying to get back on because they're so looking forward to hear the call. And uh, they said they keep trying, so I don't know. I can't hear well, anybody I hope, else. I hope they will. I hope all so, right. too. Let's Let's just hope that people will come back. Um, and I think the people who, should we check and see? Do you want to check There's and see? There's a lot of people? callers listed that have called in by telephone. And, okay. of course, we don't know who's listening, you know, uh, on, on the Internet, but we have uh, quite a number of uh, callers that have called in by telephone. Right now mm-hmm. there's up to 35 that are just calling in by telephone now. Okay. Now, well. some of them... Some of them that called in, they got hung up on right away. And that happened yeah. to me three times before I got a hold of you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I kept I kept being told that there was already a host on the show, so I couldn't come in. Oh, no. <laughs> right. So there's something very crazy going on here. But yes. let's, let's just continue with the show and see how far we can get. I actually signed in for a few extra minutes for tonight, so we still have oh, an good. hour left. Good. All right, if we can if we want to Now, use I it. don't see your red microphone on right now. Just a minute. I hear you. I'm um, 845. Here I am. I'm going to it where it says host. No. And it, that's we have to blank that because it's not working. Oh. I, I'm down here on the guest line. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know if you can see that. I just yeah, I see you. Um, yeah, me. Uh-huh. I see. Okay. I see you. All right. Okay, so, so we're good. Yeah. As long okay, as you that's know great. that's me, so don't put me on mute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> okay, we'll put Carol back on the wait line, and let's see. We might as well have our show if we can go ahead now. So I will ask Mother, Father, God to come back and to continue where they left off. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, children. Well, that was an interesting glitch, but let's just move on and and hope for the best here. At least the sound seems to be good. So, we were saying, you are safe. There is no global network that is trying to terrorize your country other than possibly a few leading bankers and their minions. Nevertheless, things will sort out very quickly. We're sorry that this event could not have been prevented, but Ashtar will be here later, and I think he will give you an update on on the um, terrible events that have been prevented. So things truly are winding down in terms of dark energies. They are on the run. And, you know, as as mass planetary disasters are concerned, those have been stopped. That Those days are over where someone can press a red button and send a missile that would start a nuclear war. It will not happen. So if you can all take a deep breath, mourn for your friends in Boston, do what you can, as you do with every disaster, and keep your light bright. Keep shining, keep loving each other, keep sending your light and your love to those around you. And the more you do, the brighter things get and the faster things go. You are literally the engine behind this ascension. There was a time when everyone thought that we were creating this, that we were the power behind this ascension, but it's not true. We shine our light, we send you fuel, but you have to use it. You are the engine, and you are doing brilliantly. We commend you. Things are rocky. We know that. Things have gotten very difficult for light workers, more so all the time. But difficult in the physical realm. Financially, physically, many of you are struggling with illnesses. Don't worry. Be at peace in your mind, and your body will heal. Those of you who have had severe illnesses, you're getting better. Your body is learning to fight against the viruses, to fend off the illnesses that have been a plague in your culture. Tend to your diet. Tend to your rest. Drink clean water. And you will heal. 
we see you growing stronger. We see your lights shining brightly. Be at peace, dear ones. Do not get caught up in the anxiety or the fear. Do not focus on the darkness around you. Know that it's there. Know that you need to work hard and that you will overcome it. And as you continue one foot in front of the other, all of you together, it's a glorious march. You can't see everyone else the way we can. You can't see your brothers and sisters putting their shoulders to the wheel, holding hands, emitting such beams of light and love all across the planet, from the east to the west, north and south, everywhere. Pockets of light are shining brightly, and the spaces between the light, the spaces between those bright pockets are beginning to fill in. Here a little light, there a little light as people are beginning to wake, awaken. And then others around them will awaken. It's a wonderful sight to see. When you ascend, you'll be able to see these things yourselves. So we want to reassure you, in spite of the news, in spite of the concentration on darkness that you see in the news, even then, you'll see there are many stories that are coming through in spite of the media that can't help but tell the beautiful stories of heroic actions. There are more and more of those all the time. Focus on those and be proud. Be delighted with your fellow humans who are working so hard to be creative, to be generous, and to be kind. You do have it in your hearts. You know you do. And as your DNA is changing, you can feel it, can't you? You will become brighter, smarter, happier, lighter. You know it's changing. There where it still is dense. You don't feel it as as quickly as it might, as you would prefer. Because I know these days the time in one moment seems to be racing by and the next moment it seems to stand still. That's the trick with time, you know. It's not real. As you say, it's all relative but things are happening. And we are delighted. We await with a song in our hearts to see you here beside us, to see you seeing us. Oh, what a delightful day that will be when you can open your 
your unconscious mind, your fifth dimensional vision, and see your wonderful brothers and sisters who are here waiting to help you. They are delighted and joyful and waiting with such anticipation. You can contact them, you know. Catherine doesn't have an edge on this ability. There are many of you who can channel as well. I'm sure she'd be glad to teach you. Well, I didn't ask her that. (laughs) We keep giving her jobs to do, but she welcomes them, so perhaps she can help you with that too. Now, I can see over here that Ashtar and St. Germain are playing a game that has something to do with high fives and a bit of jumping around. (laughs) These two do like to play. Well, I think that they're ready to speak with you. And I know that they both have very interesting information for you. So we're going to turn over the floor and let one of them tell you what they have to say. Now, let's see. Who would like to go next? Have you done your coin toss? (laughs) saying yes, they have. And tonight... St. Germain will come next. So let's have a moment of a little music interlude. That is, if the the system is working, perhaps we can have a little music. There. And St. Germain will be here with you in a moment. And this is Anne. Uh, assuring you that you are on the Mother Father God call uh, with Dr. Catherine May, and she has just completed. Oh, she's back already, and we're going to move ahead now with Saint Germain. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Saint Germain. I'm talking to you from High Falls, New York. Now, Catherine wouldn't actually call it that, but it is sort of like that. I'm here with her in her office. (laughs) She can't see me. But I'm right here whispering in her ear. (laughs) I like to play tricks. I like to play tricks on her. But she just keeps right on talking. (laughs) So we have this connection, and she will keep on telling you whatever I say in her ear. That was a good test, wasn't it? (laughs) Well, let's see. Tonight I want to tell you about something we haven't really talked about. I haven't told you what it's like to be the Pope. 
It even feels very funny to me to be saying this to you, since it's supposed to be a secret. Well, sort of a secret anyway. But think of it this way. Another cosmic joke. What if it did get out? What if anyone did find out that that's really St. Germain underneath those robes? What would they do? (laughs) After all, I'm not visible, am I? I still look like the Pope. I still sound like the Pope. So I suppose it wouldn't make much difference to those people who don't know about soul work and soul identities and walk-ins and things like that. I suppose, since most of of the people in the church don't even think about reincarnation, it wouldn't occur to them anyway. And if someone said to the cardinals, have you heard that that Pope is really St. Germain? They'd say, who? I don't know any saint called Germain. (laughs) So I think it's safe with you, with all of you. You're not going to turn me in, I'm sure. And I like to share the joke. So anyway, let me tell you a little bit about what we're doing. You may have heard I've organized a committee of cardinals. These are people from all over the world, and I chose very carefully, of course, the ones with the brightest lights and the ones in far-flung places. And, you know, there's something about being in a far-flung place that helps you to learn to be more independent. Most of them are many miles away from the Vatican and have been living their lives and conducting their ministry in the way that they see fit. They have worked their way up to being cardinals, so they had to toe the line to some extent. But some of them are quite rebellious in their attitudes and in their ways, which is a wonderful breath of fresh air as far as I'm concerned. So I've gathered this wonderful group who I am expecting will instigate a little bit with each other when given the chance to make some changes in the Vatican bureaucracy after more than a thousand years. I think they'll welcome the opportunity to take part in this committee. I've already talked to many of them and they're very enthusiastic about this process. And they have some good ideas. They don't want to be embarrassed again by scandals like the ones that have taken place in the recent past. So they're very willing to sit down foster announcements about mysterious texts that are found revealing some very startling things about who Jesus really was, how 
he really behaved, what his life was really like, and who his real friends were. And among those real friends, you will hear, as he was saying last week, there were many lovely, wonderful women who were teachers, who were disciples, and who also wrote scripture. And when those scriptures are found, it is going to be a very interesting time. And then it will be the responsibility of the Pope to present this information to the world and to have a very open discussion about these issues, about what they mean. And then I would hope that a few in the crowd will begin to say, well, if Jesus was really not the priest we thought he was, then maybe we don't have to be that way either. You see where I'm heading. So, of course, I can't announce it myself, but someone will. And let's hope that the cardinals come up with some really good ideas that they can begin to foment. The the committee is in place, you see. So when these blockbuster announcements come out, I won't be the only one who knows it. So it offers a certain amount of protection to have this group in place, ready to go when there are issues that come up. So things are really falling in line in in that regard. Now, there's another issue, of course, you're all eagerly awaiting the opening of the Nasara Funds. I must apologize to you. It is taking longer than we had hoped. I have already asked those in charge to release the funds. But unfortunately, the dark ones have managed to make the money disappear a number of times. And you see, it wasn't until I could actually be in the position as Pope that I could do something directly about this. It just so happens that many of the funds are in the Vatican Bank. So I have arranged for our helpers on the ground to gather the documents, to send me large notices in in the mail, in those great big envelopes, with all the documentation, the names, the places, the contracts, of which there are hundreds of pages. And those will be in my hands. This week, in fact, I know that one of our helpers has sent out a package just today. So, as soon as I can take these documents to the lawyers and the accountants and say, now, what on earth is this? 
And how can this be? We must fix this. And I will set a number of bankers and accountants and lawyers to fixing it. Now, of course, nobody wants to fix it because it will mean that my um, appointees who have been working on this process, on this project for decades, will now be the ones in charge of enormous, enormous amounts of money. So you can imagine how difficult it is to pry the fingers loose of those who are used to being in control of all this money. But it will be done, I assure you. And you're familiar now with the fact that light forces do not operate in quite the same way as the dark forces do. So we're not going to just bump these people off, which is what the dark ones would do. Fortunately, I do have quite a lot of protection because I'm the Pope, of course, and there's always a large security force around me, but that's not my real protection. Like you, I am being protected by angels, my friends, ascended masters, those I love, those I would protect if they were here. So you can rest assured we're working on it. And it will be done. But it will be done legally. It will be done in an orderly fashion because it's not our intention to create chaos in the world. And it's not our intention to usurp anyone's free will. Of course, if that happens to be someone who wants to impede the work, of course they will be nudged aside. But we will do it in the best way possible. And you will see. Watch the changes. Watch the announcements. You can probably tell when I when I give out a speech or I, I make an announcement. There are code words there for all of you. You'll be hearing them when I do my my presentations, my messages to the people, there are always messages for you in there. You'll notice them. I think I told you last week that my first message to all of you was the day I was inaugurated, I said, this will be a poor church for poor people. Well, that was code for this Vatican is not going to sit on trillions of dollars and let people starve. So listen carefully. I will send you messages every week. And there may be some jokes in it, too. So I hear Asteris <laughs> here um, nudging me. Friendly nudge, but nudging me. He likes the floor. (laughs) 
Now he's doing a jig. I didn't mean the floor that way. <laughs> okay. Let's I'll move aside here and let Ashtar take the line. So best wishes to all of you and Namaste. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Saint Germain. This is Ashtar. Coming to you, well, yes, from Catherine's office in High Falls. But, you know, we can bilocate. I'm also on the bridge of my ship, the New Jerusalem. And what a view it is. Oh, what a beautiful planet you have. Now, I'm going to come down closer because... Catherine likes it better if we stay close by and she can feel our presence better. Okay, here I am. Now, I'll give you a little update about conditions in the world, about the process toward disclosure. As you all can tell, there's a tremendous amount of excitement about this film that's coming up, the April 22nd opening of the Serious Disclosure movie. I know many of you will be there. I know the two who are running this call tonight are going to be there. It will be a wonderful time. And Dr. Stephen Greer has done a wonderful thing by helping to create this film. The fact that there will be so many people curious about it. You know, they've had trouble getting any major media attention. Mostly they've done their work through the Internet. And still, this Internet is becoming more and more powerful, more and more effective. And all of you can do your job to get out the word, too. So let your friends know. Make sure everybody sees the movie. And we've heard that it's going to be released in uh, video, that you will all be able to get the video you know, this is a non-profit organization. They're not trying to make a fortune. They're just trying to cover their costs. So they have no reason to, you know, try to sell it to all the big movie theaters. They want everyone to see it. So they're going to put it out in video at the same time that the movie is coming out. So you'll have a choice. You can see it in video or you can, even better, take a big group of friends to eat popcorn and watch this movie or invite people over to your house and show them all the movie. It's going to move like wildfire. We're sure of it. 
And when it does, well, of course, the door will be opened. We are so eager to land our little shuttle ships and come see you. It has been prophesied, you know, for thousands of years. And immediately following, immediately following the movie, of course, is the citizens' hearings. And all of you must, of course, sign up so that you get the feed. You get the, um, uh, over your internet, the whole process. You'll be able to listen to the hearings. You'll be able to hear what the what the witnesses are saying, and it will also be archived so you can share it with your friends. We hope that you will all tune in. Now, the numbers on this call are getting greater every week. You're sharing it with your friends. We're thrilled about that because we love having a big audience. Yes, of course, sometimes we... We like to ham it up a little bit, but things are becoming so interesting and so exciting that we can't help but but jump up and down a bit. So we're going to turn this call over now to Anne and Catherine. I'm not going to add any more details to tonight's news. You've heard a couple of messages from me during the week. I just wanted to send my love and my affection and my light and my excitement to all of you and to tell you what a thrill it is for me to be here with so many millions of your brothers and sisters who are also so excited they can't wait to embrace you. It is a truly glorious time. We know that you're still slogging along there, it seems, but we want to encourage you. We want you to know things truly are changing. You're changing. Look at yourselves. You're changing. You're learning. Many of you are glowing with light, with love, with hope, with compassion for your fellow humans. It is truly a historic time. And so, I wish you salute. And now I'm back. Hi, everyone. It's Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Yes, good to have you back. (laughs) Well, how nice to hear from these folks. They're all so excited, aren't they? They are. And uh, we have about seven or eight people who have clicked on the question button. We have more listeners than that. But um, are, are you able to see the switchboard, Catherine? I can see the switchboard, and I think I see a lot of questions on it. 
So, uh-huh. Yeah, let's let people ask their questions. Last week we didn't have time, so yeah. we have a we have a few minutes now. Let's see what we can. Well, rather than jump off and screen them, last time I jumped off, I couldn't get back on again. Yeah, you better uh, stay here. I think I'll just stay put, and I'm going to open the line here in area code 805, ending in 7213. Um, Could you give us your name and where you're calling from? Area code 805. You know, that one I see zero hold time. That person oh, it's may zero have... now, but it was 45 just a little while ago. Let's, okay, oh, let's go. okay. It might have something to do with, okay, let's go to the next they one. They may have go. gotten dropped, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, let's go to the next one. There's 46 minutes hold time. It dropped to zero, too. Oh, dear. Hello? No, wait a minute. No, the other one slid. 905 <laughs> is open now. Yeah. Are you uh, there? Can you hear? Yeah. Hello? I hear someone breathing. <laughs> Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. And I'm going to let you... Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, and may we have your name and where you're calling from? Uh, hello, uh, this is Holka again. I think I was trying to connect uh, from the beginning when there was some uh, interruption in the transmission. I remember. Uh-huh. And, Helga, what was it that you would, what is the topic of uh, your question? Can you let us know that? Yes, I would like to ask uh, about uh, one thing that a little bit bothers me. I um, I know that the plans are that we are going uh to inner earth and we are acquiring a full consciousness but I see around me so many people unaware of what is going on and if I try to spread the word I do uh, find a lot of resistance and I would like to ask if uh, this is the normal process if everything is okay if the disclosure events will really change the things um, can you please um, address my question? Um, Catherine, do you want to take that direct? Or did you want me to encapsulate the question or anything? Yeah, why don't you why don't you um, rephrase that a bit and see? And okay. Then we'll see. I, I I believe Olga is concerned about um, um, what is going to occur after disclosure, how we're going to be managed uh, individually. Uh, She knows she's aware because of the Hollow Earth Network Mm -hmm. calls and what Zora has already prepared us for, that many will be um, um, temporarily brought down into the Hollow Earth or the Inner Earth um, to be uh, upgraded in consciousness and restored back to their full consciousness where they can then go to their proper destination, whether it's um, off-planet, on ships, or within the Earth itself. So is there anyone that can um, give her a little inclination as to how this will all go together? Well, let's. why don't I just ask who would like to answer the question? And then we'll see what they have to say about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
this is Mother, Father, God, Ashtar, and we are consulting about who would prefer to answer this question. Of course, we like to turn over the floor to our wonderful masters who have direct knowledge of these things. Let's let Ashtar speak. Okay. Well, it's very difficult to explain in your language. It's it's no wonder you're having trouble understanding this because it's a very complex and intricate process. Each person awakens at their own Speed, of course. You know that. Each of you are awakening further every day. Well, just as you are beginning to awaken, so are others. They may be resistant. That's true. But once in a while, you'll notice if you keep talking about it, They may still try to resist you, but little by little, they'll start listening. So don't be be discouraged if you have to open the discussion any number of times. But when you do, just make sure that you talk about it as a wonderful adventure that you're learning about and that you would like to share. Not that they have to learn any new religion or that they have to be convinced of anything they don't want to believe in. You know, that's the first thing people will say. Oh, I don't believe in any of that stuff. And then you just say to them, no, you don't have to believe anything. Just notice what you feel. Just notice. Haven't you noticed that last week everybody seemed to be so tired and couldn't get enough sleep? And they'll say, oh, yes, I noticed that. And then you can say, haven't you noticed that? You know that your neighbors seem to be friendlier? Or maybe even the cranky boss that used to give you such a hard time actually smiled this week? You said so, didn't you? Yes. Things like that. Don't try to... um, Encourage people to understand spirituality. <laughs> they just they just don't want to hear those labels. But if you talk to them about the conditions on planet Earth, if you talk to them about their own feelings, they'll notice they've been feeling the the rising level of vibration on the planet. You can talk about those things because it's it's scientific language. A lot of people will accept that when they wouldn't accept anything about the fact that, you know, this has to do with creation and the history of the planet. However, you're getting some help. The archaeologists, the researchers are discovering fantastic things. Of 
course, it never makes the mainstream media. But all over the planet, there are wonderful archaeological discoveries of ancient civilizations. Pyramids are popping up everywhere. In the oceans, in Bosnia, in South America, everywhere. They're discovering things are not what they used to be. And, of course, the discovery of the small extraterrestrial being. That made the Internet. Did you see it on your television set? Probably not. Can you imagine that a six-inch tall extraterrestrial being has been discovered, is being examined, and it's not on the nightly news? What sort of news is this? Baseball? Politics? Nothing important. So keep searching your Internet. It's all there. There are wonderful things happening. And more and more people are discovering these things. Talk to your neighbors about those things. Give them the references. Well, it's scientific research, you know. There are experts looking into this. And you know, when you when you mention, have you noticed how many people have been seeing sightings of ships? And they'll say, oh, yeah, I guess I have heard that. Just keep dropping your comments. Just keep trying to help them around the edges. And then pretty soon the edges start to meet. So don't be discouraged if people don't embrace what you have to tell them right away. They may not want to hear that the earth is hollow and our friend Zora has made the trip around the sun 150,000 times. Well, they may not be willing to even think about that. But there are lots of things that you could get them to think about, especially if it affects them and their families and their feelings. Tell them the energy is rising on the planet. People don't argue with that. They go, hmm, yes, it does feel that way. And then let them figure out, how can that be? (laughs) So you may have to be a little clever about it. But coming up to the, the movie, the disclosure hearings, All of this, of course, is converging. The energy rising on the planet, the disclosure coming closer every day. We haven't yet been given the go sign, but we are ready. We are more than ready. And we assure you, it's coming. And, of course, you'll be the first to know. 
Keep looking up. We're here. We're ready. I hope that answered your question. Thank you. Is that all right with you, Helga? Did you uh, get the answer that you were looking for? Absolutely. It's like I started reading my thoughts and Uh (laughs) Well, we have someone here that's been waiting almost an hour, 53 minutes, and I'm opening their line. Thank you, Helga. I'm going to put you back on hold, sweetie. And I'm going to open the line in area code 734. Um, If you would like to give us your name and uh, tell us briefly what your question is about. Area code 734. I've opened your line. That must have been before we've lost. This must have been running. It can, the, the site continued to run even when you and I were not on it, Catherine. I'm going to, oh, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it continued to run. So these times reflect. Let me try uh, area code uh, 289. Um, ending in 0643. Are you here on the line? Would you like to present your question? Yes, I would, Anne. Hi. Oh, hi, Chris. Um, How are you? Uh, Dr. May, this is uh, Chris uh, in Toronto who wrote to you today. Oh, hi. hello, Chris. Hi, doc- hi Dr. May. Hi. Hi, beloved masters. <laughs> May I yeah. uh, first uh, prefix? My, Would you like uh, to just give us a, a uh, Dr. May and I know what you wrote about, but just to, to very briefly give the concept of what is most most important for you to learn today. Yes, certainly. Thank you. Um, I practice about three to four hours a day uh, with the sacred violet flame, the white fire, uh, the radiant rose pink flame, and with Archangel Michael's cosmic Christ or the blue flame. Um, over and above that, I say mantras uh, to my I Am Presence, my Heavenly Father, Father, Mother, God, Mother, Akasha, Lord, Son, Saint Germain, 13 great goddesses, Lord Sananda, Lord Melchizedek, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and so on. Because I'm really trying to be uh, a better person. I first uh, became enlightened about 15 months ago. And I've been practicing about three to four hours every day uh, since that time period. Um, I, I used to, uh, I, I was under doctor's order for severe depression. And through enlightenment, I weaned myself off of all the poisonous medications. And normally, uh, I feel calm and confident. Uh, and I, I feel really, really good. But lately, over the past uh couple of months perhaps i've started to find myself slipping into into some states of uh, of negativity uh which i which i don't like it it's it's not it's a, not a nice internal feeling feels like i'm constantly fighting and some of the and i guess this question is for saint germain uh one of the mantras that i actually do i'll actually read it out it's it's beloved ascended master saint germain I ask that in this now moment you make manifest to me the sacred violet transmuting flame. Send me sacred flame of a quality that I need and desire from your own heart or from your own temple of light. 
and I accept the flame from you with a feeling of joy, deep gratitude, love and blessings. A lot of the times I find that these mantras and decrees come with a statement that you need to be able to visualize uh, something happening at the time that you enter uh-huh, yes. mantras and decrees. And I cannot, I cannot visualize. Uh, I'm 63 years of age now, and through my lifetime, I've had a number of head injuries. In one, a very serious head injury when I was 11 years of age. So I don't know if there's a physical impairment to me not being able to, to visualize. The strange thing is that I can remember, I can see things in my memory, I can sleep, and I can see things in color when I sleep, but I cannot visualize. And over the last couple of months, I've been slipping into some negativ- negativity, which I don't like. It's like mm-hmm. uh, an internal struggle. And I, I really don't like the feelings because I want to feel better and better all the time. I go out in the park, walk with the trees and hug the trees and all sorts of things. <laughs> and I don't I don't like to see myself having my vibrations and my frequencies being reduced. And because I cannot visualize, my question to the Ascended Masters here and perhaps to St. Germain especially as I'm doing that one decree specifically to St. Germain, am I, am I receiving the sacred violet flames? Is this doing me any good, even though I can't feel it? Because I'm starting to feel really nervous that I'm doing all this work three, four, five hours a day, and okay. I'm not betterment of, of my Chris, effort. let me, yeah. this is Catherine, take I'm, a breath. I'm finished now anyways. <laughs> let me reassure you. So, St. Germain and I are are doing after you, no after you, no after you. (laughs) So he wants me to talk to you for a moment. Um, I hear what the problem is, Chris. You are studying spirituality the way someone would become an expert at tennis. Um, you're approaching it like an athletic sport and you're not trusting yourself. It's a wonderful thing to have coaches and masters to help you. But you don't need as much help as you think you do. First of all, there are no rules about what you should visualize and what you need to visualize and what you don't. Everyone is different. Every brain is different. It doesn't mean you've had you have a deficit that you approach things differently than other people. That's why we have artists and we have accountants and we have lawyers and we have singers. Everyone has a different brain. Not that there's something wrong with yours. I think you're in a hurry, and that's admirable. But you're hurrying to get an expert to teach you this and an expert to teach you that and another expert to give you the magic answer. The answer is in your heart, Chris. It's not in some master's words. It's not in... uh, a particular mantra 
it's not anything you say or even anything particular that you can do. Being in contact with God, with masters, is a state of calm, loving, attentive interest. But you can talk to them too, you know. They want to hear your opinion on things. This is not just a one-way street where they feed us information and we absorb it and gobble it up and practice it and get it right. You don't have to get it right. There's nothing to get right. You're right to go out and um, hug the trees. That's a good idea. And breathe the fresh air. But most of all, I think you need to be easier on yourself. You know, what the first um the first writing that I put on the website was six six ways to overcome depression. I think you should go back and read that. It's one of the first blogs. I think it is the first blog. And I think it will help you because I suspect that the reason that your depression continues... Now, this is Catherine, the psychologist, speaking. The reason your depression continues is because of your judgmental attitude towards yourself. Judgment and depression go together. And as long as you're driving yourself to reach some goal of perfectly practicing your lessons, you are vulnerable because you can never do it perfectly because there's no such thing. What do you think, Chris? Um, I hear you and I thank you for your response. I I'd like to believe that I've got myself beyond depression at this point of time through the spirituality practices mm-hmm. that, I've been, that I'm actually doing. And in most cases, I'm quite calm and um, positive and you know collective. I just mm-hmm. found myself slipping a little bit lately. And it, it's a feeling that I don't like, and it's not a slipping into depression. It's just slipping, if you could say anything, and perhaps confidence because I don't seem to be as I say I don't seem to be improving I, um, and I that's look at, what I'm I, talking I, about yeah I start you've just confirmed yeah. you've just confirmed what I was talking about mm-hmm. depression is not different from feeling low it's the same thing it's just not as extreme so you're you're criticizing your own practice Isn't no depression- fair isn't, pre- isn't, isn't depression consistent, though? See, I don't no. feel consistently bad, you know. No, it's not. No, it's just a bad feeling. It's not a disease, you know. It's just a bad feeling. And it always comes, mark my words, watch, watch yourself. It always comes, this bad feeling, always comes when you start criticizing yourself for the way you've been learning or not learning. 
If I may just add one thing, which perhaps bring a little bit more clarity to this. You know, I've heard other people speaking about their uh, uh, about things that they see. They they can see auras. Uh, they can look up and they can stargaze, and they're always seeing our space brothers and sisters. Uh, they see in difference in vibratory in colours and everything. I don't see anything. Um, nothing that anybody else sees, I see, and that's what started me uh, questioning it. Am I getting okay. the? You know, am I getting everything? Is it because of my head injury that I've got? This is. Let's that let's brings ask, it into better perspective. We just have a couple of minutes left, so let's ask yeah. Saint Germain. Okay, thank to, you. To do the last answer here, because I'm sure this is relevant to other people as well. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to turn this over. He's been listening, so I'm going to turn this over to St. Germain and let him respond. Okay, Chris. I'm going to follow on what Catherine said. You are behind your words is the idea that you're not as good as other people. You don't hear it yourself because you're probably so used to it. You're so used to thinking these things that you don't even notice that what you're really saying is, how come they're all better than me? Well, I assure you, they're not. Now, when people tell you that they can see things, Mostly, since they're still here on the fourth dimension, some have, some can reach fifth dimension. Mostly, what they're saying is they see it in their mind's eye. Most people don't see these things with their eyes open. They see them in their imagination, and your imagination is the doorway to higher dimensional vision. Trust it. Allow yourself to be easy with yourself. Do not judge. Do not condemn yourself because you don't do it the same way other people do. You have an inclination to be judgmental about yourself. That's what's stopping you. So be rigorous about your practice in the sense that you only practice being positive and positive about yourself. Now I see that we have to end the show and I'm going to say so long to everyone here and namaste everyone. It's been such a pleasure. Bye-bye.